What's up, friend? And welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews, and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life, And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. And today's episode is brought to you by Relationship Badass. Relationship Badass is a community of inspired and driven individuals who choose to show up every day open and ready to learn and grow into a more loving and available version of themselves. I'm Nikki Sunshine, the founder, and through my business, I host group workshops, I teach small group coaching programs, I have a couple online classes, and I also offer one-on-one support or couple support on a monthly basis. So if you're interested in checking out my brand new offerings, head over to relationshipbadass.com. You can look at the coaching tab to learn about my monthly support offerings and my emergency hotline services. You can also check out all of my juicy blog posts, free videos, epic podcast episodes, and much more. So head on over to the website, relationshipbadass.com, to start your journey today. up and good morning, good day, good evening to all of you beautiful badasses out there. It's Nikki Sunshine here and welcome to episode 18. Episode 18 y'all. Been doing this for almost five months every single week now and I just hope it has been serving to you, my amazing tribe, my people. Um, Yeah, I just hope this has been serving because that's why I keep showing up. (laughs) Of course, if you have been served and you want to let me know, there's a few ways you can do that. Probably the best way is to just scroll down on the screen from your iTunes app and leave me a rating and review. That is extremely helpful in getting the message out there. Um, If if you want to show your love in a different way, go ahead and take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and put it in your Instagram story. Tag me in your Instagram story. I want to see you. I want to meet you. I want to connect with you. I just really want to know who's out there getting juicy nuggets from this podcast. (laughs) So you can go ahead and let me know that way. You can also just send me an email or head to my website, relationshipbadass.com and um, 
link up with me on the contact page and just let me know in a personal message that these episodes have affected you. (sighs) Y'all know I I love to hear from you, so uh, feel free to do that if you feel called. (sighs) Otherwise, um, I want to, before we dive into today's episode, just want to let you know that my offerings have recently been updated um, on my website, so you can go to relationshipbadass.com hit the coaching tab and you will see my new offerings. Um, I have monthly services that vary in price and depth, so to speak. Um, So you can check out those. And then I also am offering a helping hand hotline. This is somewhat like a crisis hotline. This is for those in the moment, I need to talk to you now situations. Um, I've been doing this a lot for people unofficially and so I finally created a service around it. Um, So it's called the Helping Hand Hotline. It's also available under the coaching tab. You can learn more about that. So head on over and check out my services. Um, If you feel me, if you vibe with me, if you like my messages, if you like what I teach and you think that monthly support from me could be helpful for you to grow, rise, develop, love deeper, gain clarity, then I'd love to work with you. So um, go ahead and check that out. I just finished my four-week program on Fuck Your Relationships with my amazing colleague, Matt Ford. And so decompressing from that, um, I now have more space in my schedule for new clients. So maybe that's you. I implore you to go check it out and perhaps we will work together one day. In other exciting news, I have been asked to lead a workshop at Arise Festival in Loveland, Colorado this year. Um, I believe it's August 2nd through the 4th. And so I've been talking to the director of the Wisdom Village and she has asked me to lead a couples workshop this year. I'm super excited. Um, I've been to Arise now four years. The first, this will be my fourth year. Um, I love this festival. It's, it's, it's got music, but it's got so much more. It's got medicine and art and family and children and um, just a, a very inclusive festival. Um, the first year I went to this festival was the year my mom died. And um, I had signed up to volunteer and work this festival before she passed. And then, of course, after she passed, I thought, should I just not go? You know, I don't, I don't really know. But I ultimately decided to go, um, thinking, well, I'll either sit here in my room crying all weekend, like I have been for four months, or I'll just go to this this thing and see if it serves me. And um, y'all, let me tell you, it did serve me. It was amazing. I felt I, I felt so held and cared for in my grief. And throughout this weekend, there was a handful of times that I just fell to the ground in a complete violent, inescapable fit of tears and, and grief and heaviness. And through all of that, I felt so held and loved. And so that was enough for me to return back every single year since. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited to go. Um, I'm going to throw in the show description a link to 
Arise Music Festival's website where you can find tickets. And if you're local to Colorado or even if you're not and you feel called to come to this beautiful festival, um, I would love to see you there and I'd love to have you come to my workshop. It's designed for both or one part of a couple though it's open to anyone. So if, if you're like, man, I'm not in a relationship, but I'd really love to just go to a workshop with you. This couple's workshop sounds great. Um, you can, and it's, it's free in the sense that the workshop is included in the cost of your work of your weekend ticket. So, um, there's so many beautiful workshops that happen at this festival. And when you get your ticket, you get access to all of those. So I would love to see you there. That's Arise Music Festival in Loveland, Colorado, August 2nd through 8th. Um, so yeah, I'll see some of you badass slayers there. <sighs> All right, y'all. I believe that's it for announcements this week. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Today I'm going to talk about Three reasons some couples fight and some couples don't. You could also, I've been playing with titles, you might just call this three reasons you can't stop fighting. So if um, you are a part of that couple or you know that couple who just can't stop fighting and they love each other, there's no question, the love is there, but it's like we're always arguing and what I notice in these couples, it's not that they have more to argue about per se. Rather, it's that little things, little challenges, little hiccups seem to turn into these big, um, you know, arguments, these, these big, loud um, arguments, fights, rather than these little hiccups just being little hiccups. And so why is it that for some couples, one partner leaving their dirty dishes out is just a little hiccup and it's not, it's not the greatest thing ever, but it's no big deal. And then for some couples, that same instance, one, one partner leaving their dishes all over the kitchen is the foundation for a nasty argument that can, that can get loud and, and violent not necessarily physically, but just um, violent in the sense that it's kind of this loud argument and we're going back and forth. Um, why? You know, why is that? And so that's what I want to uncover in today's episode. Um, I just find this really curious. You all know I'm, if you've been following me, I'm, I'm really interested in conflict because to me, it's it's one of those things that's inevitable and I've just, I've lived, I've like my last relationship, we were that couple that the littlest thing spiraled into the largest conflict. And now I'm in this relationship where we have little disagreements and conflicts, but we, we've got it down. We can handle it. And most of those don't end up growing into anything more than just, you know, a few words or a quick feeling or a quick exchange. We don't argue or fight often at all. And man, we like never yell at each other. I can't even think of a time or the last time where we like raised our voices. So I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> so that's what I've been researching this last week for today's episode. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Three reasons why. So number one, reason number one, 
You don't feel safe in your relationship. So there's a lack of safety in the union, in the couple. And when there's a lack of safety, um, what we tend to do as humans is put our guards up, get a little more protective, become a bit more tense, hard-shelled, hard-cased. And so when there is a lack of safety, it's, it's almost like everything you're fighting about, it, what you're really fighting about is you're fighting for safety. But it comes out in all these weird directions and it manifests in all these strange ways. So for instance, um, a couple who doesn't have safety in their union will will likely get caught up on the argument like an argument like this. Well, you said that I annoyed you. Well, I didn't mean that. I didn't even say that. You're just putting words into my mouth. No, you said it. I heard you. Do you want me to pull up the text message? <laughs> so this is kind of a typical <clears throat> argument you might see between a couple who doesn't have safety. And what's going on here is we're fighting about these, these little tiny details, right? You said those words. No, I didn't. Well, I didn't mean that. Well, I'll show you the proof. You did say it. And it's like underneath all of that, one partner is trying to say, what, what's, what's really trying to be communicated here is, hey, if I did say that, I'm sorry. I, I really didn't mean that. What I meant was this. I was feeling stressed and I probably wasn't, you know, using the best word choice. I'm sorry. It's, it's not what I meant. That's the message that is trying to be conveyed, say, by the partner who sent the message, the text message in this example. Yet, because there's no safety, that message isn't being reciprocated. It's not being understood by the other person. And instead of seeing the partner and like, oh, I get it. You were stressed. You said something you didn't mean. No big deal. Word. Like, cool. I'm glad you don't feel that way towards me. Um, rather than that being the case, it's like, because there's no safety, we both have our guards up. So we're both trying to protect ourselves, which means we're both being defensive and we're really defending and protecting our point. And so when there's safety, there's this like unspoken agreement that like, yeah, sometimes I'm going to fuck up. Sometimes you're going to fuck up. It's okay. I'm not going to throw it back in your face. I'm not going to, you know, hold this against you six months down the road. When we repair and clear something, it's done. I'm not going to bring it back up. That's kind of the unspoken agreement in a relationship with safety. And so you're able to make mistakes and say things that are maybe kind of hurtful in a moment and then, you know, apologize and just own what you've done. Um, and that can be okay when there's safety, but when there's not safety, because we're both so rigid in protecting our point, it's like none of us is going to budge here. So even though it would be way easier for us both just to say, okay, obviously there's been a misunderstanding. I felt hurt when I received that message, but I hear you saying you didn't even mean to send that and you were distracted. You know, like that would be the the maybe like, if you could step back and look at the situation, yeah, okay, it's so obvious. They just had a misunderstanding. But when two people are in it and none of them feel safe, again, no one's going to budge. So we could sit here for hours and for days arguing about, but no, you did say that. You did mean it. But, but I know you said that. And um, what I see here is a lack of safety in the relationship. 
I actually um, have a dear friend who used to kind of have this dynamic in their relationship where they would always argue about, you know, the words and, and really get caught up on things. Well, when you said that, I felt this. And basically, they could never let things go. Now, if you guys know me, I always talk about don't brush something under the rug if it's actually bothering you. Um, you know, and you can feel that, nope, it's still present for me. I need to talk about this thing. Yet, there's something really cool that happens when there is safety and partnership where like you can just let little things go. Um, because, and not because I'm brushing it under the rug, but because it's actually not bothering me. I can feel in my body, nope, I'm clear, I'm not resenting you. Because we have so much safety that I can just, like, I can just accept this thing as a miscommunication, a mistake, you were stressed, no big deal. I can hold that space because we have built this foundation of safety and understanding over time in our relationship. Safety is almost like this cushion, right? And so then when these little challenges come, you've got this big, soft, bouncy cushion to bounce off of. And it's like, oh, that wasn't so bad. We can hang, like we can keep moving. Whereas if there isn't safety, there's no cushion. You've just got the hard concrete ground to fall on. And so when there's a miscommunication, it's like, ow, damn, that stung. And so there's going to be a lot more work to do to resolve that. So to sum up, the reason number reason number one here, when there's not safety, um, it's a lot easier for two people to get caught up on little details, little mistakes that that really um, aren't that big a deal. Typically, don't have a lot of like hurtful intention behind them. You know, usually when this happens with me and Warren, it's not like, well, I said that to you because I wanted to hurt you, but then later I felt bad. <laughs> it's like no, I literally was stressed. I said something you know, regretted it later. And I'm, I'm truly sorry. I didn't mean that. Um, and so when you have the safety, these little things, you're easy, you're able to just together hold space for one another and hold understanding and kind of, um, move past these little hiccups really quickly. And so if you don't feel safe in your partnership, the solution here is to begin the journey of building safety in your partnership. Um, I'm not going to go too much into this right now because that's not today's episode, though I'm going to write that down, building safety. That actually feels like a really powerful episode, so stay tuned for that to come. Um, Otherwise, I have um, a couple blog posts on this and some videos just on safety and partnership and its role and how to build it. So you can start there. All right, reason number two why you can't stop fighting. The presence of expectation and blame. So this is when I see a lot. And I think the reason I see it so much is because this is kind of what a lot of us were taught in terms of relationship. Your relationship is supposed to give you X, Y, and Z, right? I mean, that's what I was taught when I was little. So it's like I was basically taught to have expectations from the get-go. Like, yes, um... You should expect support, comfort, best friendship, partnership, lover, you know, soft touch, caring words. There's all these things to expect. So we're taught. My new jam in relationship is to 
honestly, fuck expectation. (laughs) Okay, like fuck expectation. Why? Because expectation is like this silent thing that I place on you. And then when you don't rise to the occasion that I haven't even let you in on, I get upset, I blame you, and then when you feel blamed, you shut down and get defensive. So, like, expectation, as I see it, is honestly, like, a poison to my partnership. So I personally say, fuck expectation, and let's move towards agreements that we both agree upon and we talk about. And so there's not this, like, well, I expected you to do that, It's like, oh yeah, this is one of our agreements. I know about it. You know about it. We're on the same page. It usually gets taken care of because we made this mutual agreement. And then of course, sometimes you're human. I'm a human. We're going to make a mistake, forget, not show up. And then, you know, because we have all this safety in our relationship, we deal with that hiccup pretty smoothly. So when you expect something of someone, especially when you expect someone to be a certain way, that maybe isn't their nature. So I talk about this a lot, expecting your partner to be different than who they are, expecting them to live in your values. So maybe let's just take an example, like you're this, you know, really epic growth and development, like, you know, student of life, constantly reading and learning and investing in yourself and growing and doing the dirty inner work and and um, showing up for your people and, that's your fucking jam. And let's say you start dating someone who isn't as into that. You know, maybe they're dabbling in it. Maybe they like some podcasts and books, but you know, they're not as into that. They're not going to the seminars. They're not reading all the books. They don't um, necessarily share the same messages you do. You look on their social media and they're just posting selfies saying what's up and you're like, mm, mm-mm, let me help you be better. <laughs> okay. Raise your hand right now. I know you're out there. My growth and development junkies just like me. I used to be this woman too. Put your hand in the air. Okay, we see the potential in people. Let's just own it right now. (laughs) We have expected shit. And so now you, this is you and you're thinking, ooh, partner, I can help you up level your shit. Here, let me show you my books. Let me show you my podcast. Read this. Listen to this. Do this. Here, Let me tell you what you should be, you know, talking about and paying attention to. Let me show you what to eat. Let me show you what to wear. I'm going to upgrade you. Okay. Now in this scenario, your desire to upgrade your partner, I know it comes from a place of complete love. You see this magnificent potential. You want to help your partner reach that potential. And you're just like, fuck yeah, I've done this. I've been here. Let me help you. Okay. So I feel you. I know this comes from a good place. And how do you think that feels on the partner who's getting all this expectation handed to them? Maybe they look at you and think, fuck yeah, I love that, the way they live. I want to, you know, work towards that one day. But maybe they want to work towards it on their own time, in their own way. And perhaps every time you hit them up saying, hey, have you read that book? Hey, have you done that thing? Hey, did you go to that seminar? Um, perhaps they're feeling a little bit judged and a little bit like, man, no, I didn't. And now I feel bad because I feel like I'm not enough. And so over time, that expectation can really weigh on someone. And, um, 
Now, if let's say over time, no, I didn't read the book. No, I didn't listen to the podcast. No, I didn't do the seminar. No, I didn't do that thing. Now, over time, you're starting to get annoyed. You're like, bro, I am handing you everything you need to be an epic human being and you're not even taking it. (laughs) So now you start to blame them. Well, maybe that would have worked out better if you read that book I gave you. Maybe we'd have a better relationship if you'd level the fuck up. So what happens to that other partner? They start to feel blamed. Again, not enough. And for me personally, when I feel blamed, I shut down. I get defensive. I need to protect my heart. I feel like I'm getting attacked, so I have to defend myself in order to be okay. And so now we've got the one partner rigid of expectation and disappointment and the other one totally guarded and defensive because they're feeling blamed. And so now we have these two rigid hearts. And what a breeding ground for fighting, right? Because two soft and open hearts cannot engage in violent fighting. Again, what do I mean by violent fighting? Not physically violent, but that loud, energetic, like extreme, you know, we're screaming across the room for six hours type of fighting. No, two soft and open hearts, they might have a disagreement, but they're going to use caring conversation. This is the new name for all my awesome communication tools I teach. They're going to use caring conversation tools to work together and make agreements to move through this challenge. So blame and expectation. Um, What's the solution here if you're like, damn, that's us and that's why we fight so much? you got to learn to release your expectations. You've got to learn to love people as they come. If you need a deeper dive on this, tune into episode, I want to say 16, possibly 15, with Warren McKee. And we talk about loving your partner as they come. Because the temptation is to change people because we see their potential and we know if they would, you know, pick up life through my values, you'd be so much better. But here's the deal, you guys, that's not their journey. And unless they come to you and say, damn, you know what? I really want to live life in your values. Please teach me. Well, guess what? That's called a student or client. And then you should start a business. (laughs) That is not a partnership. A partnership is oh, wow, here's your way of living. Here's my way of living. If we're going to do this dance called partnership, how do our two ways of living come together? How do I get to teach you things as you teach me things in a very reciprocal way? So reason number two, the presence of blame and expectation. And the solution to this is to learn to release your expectations and love your partner as they are. Now, let me say one thing on that. Sometimes the way I can love someone as they are is from a distance. And so maybe you've been in this partnership for a long time and you've been trying to change your partner and trying to change your partner and trying to change your partner. And now you're listening to this podcast and you're like, a damn, that's me. Shit. I have been trying to make my partner into who I want them to be. And, you know, when I look at them, who they are, I I love them, but I don't want to be in partnership with them. So if that's you, I'm just here to tell you that's perfectly okay. 
And in my experience, it's one of the hardest journeys to love someone from a distance and especially the process of like breaking up. And to me, that's true love. To me, true love is walking away and loving you from a distance versus staying in partnership with you and trying to change you every day. That's not real love to me. Um, So I encourage and implore you to practice real love and do what you need to do to love this person as they come. All right, our, my third and final tip today, or third and final reason why you can't stop fighting is because you don't have the skills to communicate gracefully. And so this is caring conversation. So we've talked about blame and expectation, and we've talked about safety. Now, there's also that couple who they have the safety They know blame and expectation is toxic to their relationship and it has no place. But they simply don't have the skills to communicate about difficult topics in a graceful way. And so maybe they have a really thriving relationship and then anytime they have to come together and talk about something heavy-hearted or a little dark or challenging, they are a jumbled mess, right? (laughs) And so um, this is what I call caring conversation. And if you don't have caring conversation skills, um, this is where you can just be fighting over words, just fighting over the right to speak. Maybe you haven't learned how to take turns and share space yet. And so you're both talking over each other all the time when you're triggered and in conflict. Um, So the good news about this one is it's probably the easiest to solve. You need to just get the skills. You need to learn to speak without blame, how to share impact, how to listen like a motherfucking badass and reflect and be active and ask powerful questions. Um, All of these are part pieces of caring conversation, dialogue. And so, um, yeah, I don't have a ton to say here because it's pretty straightforward, but um, you got to have the skills. And the reason why these skills... You know, it's like, why, Nikki, why am I 30 years old and I've never really needed these skills before? You know, I've had friends and classmates and teachers. Here's the reason. The more intimate of a relationship we have someone, with someone, the deeper our conversations are likely to go. And this means they might navigate into more challenging territory. And so this is where the skills really become useful is in those harder conversations. Now, what I will say is, for me, I now practice my caring conversation skills every single day in every interaction so that when I end up in one of those challenging situations where it's a little more heavy, there's conflict, there's disagreement, These skills are just like second fucking nature to me. So, yeah, perhaps you don't have the skills. (laughs) So if that's you, what's the solution here? Um, You got to decide that you want to learn these skills. Decide right now, yeah, I'm going to become a motherfucking communication badass so that I can handle any type of conversation, any type of dialogue. 
And so ways that you can do this, um, you can start with episodes seven and eight, I believe. I've got a tuned and responsible listening and then responsible speaking. So two different episodes on Rockstar Communication. You can start there. Um, I am also in the midst of creating an ebook about caring conversation. So it's going to be like a maybe like 20 to 30 page workbook for caring conversation. And it's just going to be like the ultimate guide to teach you everything you need to know to communicate like a motherfucking badass, especially during conflict. So I'm really excited. I've got about 20 some pages so far. It's just super fucking loaded with content and tips and tools and exercises. And um, yeah, I would love, I want to know if y'all are excited for this. So let me know in your screen, screenshot this episode, throw it on your story, tag me in it at Relationship Badass and say, fuck yeah, I'm ready for that ebook. Because um, it's being created and it's almost ready. So we'll have that coming out soon. Um, yeah, so these are three reasons why you can't stop fighting with your partner. All right, lack of safety, the presence of blame and expectation, and you don't have the motherfucking skills to communicate gracefully. So what I've done today is I've created y'all a little freebie. So um, you can head over to my website, relationshipbadass.com and right at the top of the homepage you will see um, a button you can click to get my free document called conflicts do's and don'ts so this is just a nice beginner document um, it's a guide for you you could print this off and put it on your wall and next time you and your partner get in conflict be like hold up let's check in with this list and make sure that we're we're following the rules um, I created this as just a really simple guide. I want it to be something y'all can have in your pocket, on your wall, up on your computer. And really it's like the most basic like do's and don'ts of conflict. You know, the big no's and the big yeses. Um, of course, I would love to dive deeper on this with y'all. And I just wanted to get something in your hands that can be of service. So I will put that link in the show description. Just head over to my website, click a button. It's going to ask for your email and then it will give you access to this document, Conflicts, Do's and Don'ts. So enjoy that. It's for you all because I fucking love you guys so deeply and I truly desire to help you have not only amazing relationships but like navigate this more challenging, dark conflict terrain with grace. Ah, <sighs> Yeah. So relationshipbadass.com, go ahead and grab your free conflict do's and don'ts guide. And yeah, I truly love and appreciate you all so much. And I have an amazing interview coming for you next week. So definitely tune in next week. I'm This interview literally blew my mind. I was speechless at points in the interview so much so that my guest had to help me get back on track. I was like, uh, I don't even have words because you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> so I was super grateful for her presence and help there. Um, but yeah, come back next week for a super juicy, amazing episode with an incredible guest. I 
love you guys. I appreciate each of you so deeply. Thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for saying yes to your growth, your magnificence. As always, I'll catch you in the next episode. See you later, badasses.